0: Hello everybody, welcome back to That Tech Enthusiast podcast and today I'm going to be talking about some tech news and I'm also going to be talking about how much it costs to replace or repair a folding smartphone screen. So I hope you enjoy. okay so let's just get straight into it so um on the first episode I talked a bit about leaks about the galaxy Z and most of them were true in the ones I talked about anyway and however I did watch, like I said in the previous episode a Jerry Vic Everything durability test on the galaxy Z flip and it turns out the screen is not made of glass, despite it being very clearly marketed as being made of glass, and that they have somehow done the impossible and bent glass, even though they haven't, because it scratches with literally with your fingernail. So it's not glass. You can't give, you can't tell people that it's glass, because they will think it's glass, and they won't expect that you can like, they won't expect that your fingernail is going to make a dent in it or not a dent like a scratch Um, and that so yeah I just think it's really bad that they're marketing it that way and it's like even on the front like when you first turn it on I think during the setup um, it literally says be careful not to press too hard and I just think this is bad they are advertising their phone I know I've already said this but it is bad they're advertising it to have a glass screen when this, it's just not made of glass, and it's kind of annoying me to be honest. Like, I don't understand why they're. I, it just doesn't make sense. Like, maybe it's some sort of hybrid if that's what Joe everything said, or I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what Samsung have to say. So far, I haven't heard anything about this, about what they have to say. But, this comes on to so the next thing I was going to talk about, is... Oh yeah, actually, no, just before we do that, so... To the rest of the durability test, it was fairly decent for a folding phone. Um, the screen, there's n- I think it was going to be very hard for people to accidentally peel off the screen, like they did on the Galaxy Fold. I think... Yeah, the back did shatter, because it's made of glass. <laughs> The, the one thing that is actually made of glass um, yeah so that did shatter eventually but the phone still worked after everything so I think that means it survived the durability test but anyway how much does it cost to repair or replace a folding display so I've just got a comparison of all the different of a few of the different um, folding phones so I've got the Samsung Galaxy Z Flip costs, and this is all in dollars because that's just the easiest way I could find it. So the Galaxy Z Flip, four hundred ninety-nine dollars for the main display, and nine hundred and ninety. No, not nine hundred, just ninety-nine dollars for the mini, really small kind of pointless display on the back, which I'll talk about afterwards. Uh, the Samsung Galaxy Fold, if you bought your, in, I. this is only happening in the u.s but if you bought your uh galaxy fold before december the 31st then you've got this galaxy fold premiere service thing where you get 149 dollars to replace the screen instead of full price if you did not buy it before then six thousand dollars so you know pretty pretty expensive and that was According to Business Insider, the Huawei Mate X I had no idea that even launched but apparently it has only in China um, Presumably because it doesn't have Android on it or Google things $1010 if you convert it from the Chinese currency, I can never say it so I'm not even going to attempt and then the Motorola razor $299 so you know these things obviously cost a lot to replace and they cost a lot to buy I just think overall it adds up and it's not really worth it I just don't think it's worth buying a folding phone at this point in time until we can get more durable actual folding glass phones because you know I mean they're not they're very much still in the development I think Samsung are the only company that's made two folding phones that I'm aware of, or okay, the only major company Um, And then the rest of all made one or none, so You know, we're still very much in the beginnings and I would not really recommend buying this unless you have the money to replace it and replace a screen and stuff like that or maybe you just think that you're really good at not getting your screen broken to know but the fact that it breaks on fingernails that's kind of annoying but, it, but there is a new type of folding phone so TCL is apparently, they've shown off a lot of concepts of different ways they can fold phones and do things with displays to make your phone bigger like the folding tablet experience um, and apparently they're rumoured to, to make yeah so it slides instead of fold they're rumoured to make a phone that slides instead of folds so I'm pretty sure it was them that made a phone that, where it had a keyboard and the keyboard kind of slid out from underneath it it's that same thing in, but instead of a keyboard it's a, another screen and by the looks of the by the looks of the photos, it's all one screen so I think this is probably, if they can do it, this is a better approach than the way Samsung did it with the Galaxy Fold I feel like this might work better than the Galaxy Fold Um, it is apparently based off of the TLC 10 Pro Um, and they both look very similar to the S10 so that's definitely interesting and I'm intrigued to see what they do there if they can do it but this could be a step in the right direction to making folding displays I mean technically this isn't folding it's like a sliding display so it should be easier that means that in theory they could make the screen out of glass Although they would have to be careful about it, um, about it like scratching on the back, I guess. But would that be a problem? Probably not. I think the hardest part, well, actually, no. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe the hinge would probably be the hardest part. I think the display and the durability would be fine on the actual display on the screen because they could make it out of glass. I don't see any reason why they couldn't because it's just like one of those old slidey phones. It's just like that. Except for the entire thing's a screen. So, I'm excited. And maybe, maybe budget. Maybe it could be like the first sort of folding display that's a little bit more nicer on your wallet. (laughs) Maybe not. We'll see. Um, Right, so, moving on completely away from folding phones completely away from phones because I know I've talked a lot about phones the new windows 10 update that deletes files not gonna lie not the best um, thing to have not the best feature to add to a windows update so this sort of stuff has happened before with windows updates just being giving lots of bugs as normal and they've done it again So this time, the update was meant to give it security improvements, but deleted people's files instead. There is also a potential problem that it will reset any customization you have done to your start menu and your taskbar. And it just seems to be like, always, this seems to be something that's always happening, like, commonly reoccurring don't know what I was trying to say there yeah it seems to be reoccurring quite a lot if with windows updates just not always working not always doing what they're meant to do I guess deleting people's files that's a common one that I've seen a lot because I go on the news basically to find shows to find shows what? to find topics that I can talk about and I'm always seeing loads of like Windows 10 update blah 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 and like this time I was just like you know what fine let's cover it because why not so yeah here we are but yeah this happens a lot now I have not experienced any problems and my question is if you save your files onto Google Drive or onto OneDrive which I have done I've got OneDrive No, for this show I use Google Drive. Um, I downloaded Backup and Sync because it it gives you a similar experience to OneDrive where it's still like in File Explorer, File Manager, whatever it's called. Um, And then for my personal files I use OneDrive. So my question is, will it delete those files if it's like in File Explorer? Can it delete the files that you've saved in the cloud? Presumably not. But you never know, I mean, you'd think that it wouldn't delete files I mean, didn't I talk about that other Windows 10 bug, no Windows 7 bug where it just didn't let you shut down, that's a weird bug but yeah, Windows 10 bugs yay, I don't know whether I'm on the version by the way, I might be on that Windows version I think I did update actually so I probably am on the newest version but yeah, I'm fine, because I, especially on the recording laptop, I don't have anything saved on here that isn't in cloud, isn't in Google Drive. Um, on my main laptop, I guess the only thing I could think of that it could delete is things like anything, Well, I wonder if it deletes entire folders, I would presume so, it just says files, so it probably means it does delete folders, and you'd assume all the stuff inside the folder would also be deleted and I'd also guess that it you can't find it in recycle in recycle bin either. What are you meant to do when that happens though? Like you can't really do anything to stop it apart from downgrading, which I don't I don't even know how you do downgrade a version of Windows. So you know, I haven't experienced it, and I, hopefully I won't. The only thing I really have saved on on my actual computer, on the hard drive or SSD, is program files for apps, because all of my files I just save in OneDrive. All the ones that I don't, like all the ones that aren't program files, but anyway, moving on. Oh wait, no. Forgot to talk about something, um, I saw a concept for Windows 11, and also a version of Windows designed for the two folding screens laptop, so um, oh, who was it, I'm pretty sure Lenovo did one, and Microsoft might have done one, at CES, where they, obviously laptops normally fold, but instead of there being a keyboard, there's just another screen so it's, a fe- it's, it's basically like a giant tablet that folds so obviously that's quite interesting I saw a concept for a version of Windows that is designed for those types of laptops um, just checking what time we want, okay 13 minutes cool, unlucky number though. so yeah and the concept was interesting um, something which it talked about is not having legacy UIs, so things like, I'm assuming that includes things like control panels, so you like, you know like in Windows 10, when you go, um, I guess control panels are a good example, I, when I bought this mic, I had to go to control panel to go to the sound settings, to, um, change the default input, to change the default input device, and, yeah, just legacy UIs, because obviously it's not, it wasn't in settings, or, or there might have even been two I think I think there was one in settings and one in control panel which does not really make sense but yeah no legacy UIs that's good because I don't know it kind of annoys me when it's like the settings but then you, you go into settings you try to change the settings then it opens up in a different window and it's like what would be called a legacy UI so yeah I'm happy about that I also saw one for Windows 11 I don't know really what to say about it um, yeah, it doesn't, I don't really have anything to say about Windows 11 because I haven't made any notes on it there just isn't a lot to talk about in that respect of Windows 11 uh, what else? so Intel the mostly they mostly do processors are making a graphics card. But not like so they already make discrete graphics, onboard graphics, whatever for yeah they they already make discrete slash onboard graphics anyway. Which I don't know sometimes are decent. I know on this computer, on this laptop I think I'm using the Onboard. Well, I'm using onboard graphics, and I presume it's Intel. This is interesting though, because they're making a actual graphics card. You know, like an like an Nvidia RTX, but it's a graphics card. So you'd assume the reason they're doing this, like most companies launch a new product, the the, the reason is generally the same. It's to make money. But let's just think about the competition, NVIDIA and AMD are probably going to be like the main competition for in, in graphics cards, NVIDIA are definitely kind of owning that market right now, um, I mean like AMD are doing well on their processors compared to Intel and then NVIDIA doing well on their graphics cards compared to amd it now just means that intel are going to be included in that and it's this is going to be interesting because i really don't know whether it will be good there are a lot of things that could happen with this um if it's decent if it's a decent price and it's a decent if it's a If it's a decent decent price and a decent gaming experience then I intend with my brother to build a computer near our birthdays and Christmas so that we can get all the parts for our birthday and Christmas for our birthdays and Christmas Um, if it's decent I will put it in that PC and I will tell you what it's like but I will look at reviews first, I'm not just going to buy it because I kind of don't want to waste my money okay so the next thing I want to talk about is Samsung doing an airdrop now the reason I am talking about this is first of all I am a Samsung user but also Google are doing an airdrop or a version of airdrop for Android and so I'm just like kind of confused as to why Samsung are also working on one and I know other phone manufacturers that use Android are also working on their own so most people will probably know what AirDrop is but I'll just do a quick explanation hopefully so AirDrop is kind of like you can send files and I'm pretty sure it uses Bluetooth You can send files to any Apple device, so, iPhone, iPad, iPod, Mac, MacBook, iMac, whatever, any Apple device, and you send files, I think it's just photos and videos, but it might be any type of files, I don't know, because I have not used iOS in a while, and the only iOS device that I own is on iOS 12, because it can't be updated to 13, so you know, that's kind of annoying. But anyway, Google are making one, but Samsung have decided to make one as well, and I don't like where this is going because it could mean less kind of compatibility. So if Android, if Google make one and put it into Android, then chances are you'll be able to um, use, use it to any Android phone so you'll be able to like airdrop files to any android phone whereas if you use if samsung do it or any other phone manufacturer if they make their own and don't use the android one then it will mean like less compatibility so like you will I'd imagine that you'd only be able to send Um, to a Samsung device from a Samsung device if Samsung use their own the other thing is is what happens if there are two versions of of AirDrop equivalent so there's the Android one and then there's the Samsung one so you know that's interesting um Maybe it could be, I guess, maybe it could be a temporary one until it's added into Android because Samsung just want it added in because maybe lots of people want it, but that wouldn't really make too much sense to me. Like, I don't really understand why. Um, You know, I feel like Samsung should just, if if that is the reason, then Samsung should totally just wait for it to be added into Android because you know, Samsung take ages to update their phones to the latest version of Android anyway. And I think they're getting better at it. But still. Um. You know. This is an interesting one. Because. I don't really know a lot of people that use AirDrop. That often. Because they're things like WhatsApp. And like it's just one extra step using whatsapp so most people just do it i know uh, my parents have ios devices and they never use it you know my mum takes photos of us when we're out and you know she doesn't AirDrop them to my dad i mean to be honest she doesn't always whatsapp them either but you know we just i just don't think that Samsung needs to make one with Android or are already getting one not really necessary but yeah I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens Um, what time are we on so yeah I think that's pretty much all we've got time for Um, thanks for listening slash watching and I will see you in the next one I guess and this time I'm going to end it when i say bye because if you heard last episode you will know that i accidentally pressed the wrong button and did not end it kind of embarrassing this time i'm actually going to end it goodbye oh i pressed the wrong button again goodbye i'm gonna have to cut that bit out now or i might just leave it in